Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, where this week we'll be taking a look at Thor, the goddess of thunder, collecting issues one to five of the 2014 Marvel series by Jason Aaron and Russell Dodderman. Benjamin, there was a slight hint there that you perhaps had forgotten how to do the intro. <laughs> did, you get, did you pick up on that, Michael? Did you? I did pick up on that, Ben. But okay. you did say, though, our most challenging phrase, collecting issues of the bi-weekly comic book club. I've had to sit in front of the mirror and practice that countless times, Michael. Benjamin. Yeah. You've said to me, you've said, Michael, let's read 2014's Thor. <laughs> and I've said to myself, great, I love Thor. Look, I've got this Thor action figure here. Here he is, look. I've got Thors everywhere. And then you've said, we'll read 2014's The Goddess of Thunder, Ben. And I said, yes, that won't be an issue for me. So I went to my local comic book shop, Ben, and I picked it up. And I was... I was... Blasted away, Ben. I was... My... I was... I was... Ben, I was... I I couldn't handle it. There was a picture of a woman on the front of it. Oh, my God. I'd say that ground your gears. It ground them, Ben, in a positive and a negative way. And I'll tell you what... (laughs) <laughs> there seems to have been some sort of mistake because in this comic book, Ben, Thor is a woman. I, what? 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 Preposterous. Poppycock. No, Poppycock. No. Thor is a woman in this, Ben. I'm not doing a bit. Yeah, so, Michael, this was the introduction of, of Goddess of Thunder. The Goddess mm. of Thunder. Um, or Lady Thor, as she was known in various news articles at the time. Not Lady Thor, Ben. Not oh, Lady Thunderstrike. Just <laughs> Thor. Just Thor, thank you mm. very much. Uh, so this is interesting. So this is this is the inspiration behind Natalie Portman's return to the character, Michael, in the future, because we're going to get a little glimpse of of uh, Thor, the, the female version in Taika Waititi's upcoming Thor Four, Space. What is it called? Love and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get loads of that. Um, so it's a little bit of that and a lot of the DNA for Thor Ragnarok comes from this Thor as well mm. um, so uh, the central conceit of this one Michael is that Thor's not worthy no more Benjamin so every now and then you recommend a comic book to me Benjamin I'm doing a bit this whole You're, thing okay. that I'm doing here it's a bit because okay. I actually have all of these comics in single issues because Ben I actually have been reading the Thor comics for many years so You're I'm a big old a Thor fan I'm doing a bit a big old Thor fan Ben I read these as and when they came out so I don't even have the collecting issue of this which caused its own problems <laughs> we did. won't get into that we won't get into that Benjamin but what we will get that. into was what was I saying? I don't Where know Where was I going there? I don't know what, you were doing a bit What was my train of thought? Oh I was doing a bit I was doing a bit Benjamin <laughs> you said to me Mick, get Thor, Goddess of Thunder, Volume 1. And I said, fine, I will. I picked it up. I started reading. I got over my initial shock and repulsion of the idea of a comic book featuring a woman as a main character. And then I thought to myself, what's going on here? Why is Thor, the proper Thor, the real Thor, why, the one with the muscles, why is he on the moon? And why is he so sad? Why is he on the fucking moon? Why is he on the moon, first of all? And why is he so sad? And why hasn't he got the hammer? I don't understand or like any of it. He's a big mopey Thor. Yeah, it's sad Thor in this. Mopey Thor on the moon. Mopey on the moon. Um, so th- this follows on directly from the events of uh, a Marvel limited issue uh, event, Michael, called uh, The Fear Itself. Yeah. The Fear Itself uh, saga, run? I don't know what you'd call it. Um, whereupon, 
Whereupon, the god of fear, Michael, in the Marvel yes. Universe, who is Thor, Odin's brother, Cull. Yes. Cull came back, got the power of a watcher somewhere, made a little avatar man, and he, he caused all the heroes' greatest fears to come to life. No, no. And things went bananas. But then, buddy, Nick Fury comes around, starts yeah. to mess with heroes. And what does he do, Michael? Comes up to Thor and has a little whisper in his ear. Says, here, here, come here to me. Now, Ben. a secret for you. Yeah. He tells Thor a secret and the secret is Thor's greatest fear. But that happens outside the context of this story. We only see that in flashback a little bit. Um, and whatever fear that Thor had that Nick Fury whispered to him um, rendered him unworthy. Yeah, it was no good. So he couldn't lift Mjolnir. It was no good. Benjamin, the 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 secret that he whispered to him isn't covered in this comic and I don't think it ever will be covered in this comic but it can only be disappointing yeah because the whole the whole purpose of it is that Nick Fury had the greatest thing that could lay even the god of thunder low um, yeah. and it, does it matter that could that matter? could only ever be disappointing Benjamin one of the most interesting things is why is um why is Odin not worthy to lift the hammer because Odin's a right prick. He is a um, prick. Odin in this is no good, Ben. He's a right prick, Michael. I was um, reading this, Ben, and I thought this guy, Jason Aaron, he must be a feminist. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's that's an interesting take. Yes, that was my take. It was like, look at this. Here comes, here comes, Ben. Here comes the society which has been led by a woman and everything's going fine for the women-led society and everything's great and lovely. And then here comes some big prick of a man and he's going to ruin it with his belligerence. I, I think it's more a big prick of a dad, uh, Michael. If Jason Aaron is anything to go by, and boy, he sure does have a difficult time with dads. Uh, a lot of his stories revolve around, gosh, didn't my dad fuck me up? <laughs> Aren't you thinking of Jeff Lemire? No, it's Jason Aaron as well. They, they both have strange... Strange daddy issues that get worked out in various comics. Do you have any other examples of that, Benjamin, off the top of your head? Southern Bastards, Michael. What was that? Southern Bastards is one of the Image Comics runs from Jason Aaron. Um, and it's about uh, an, a good old Southern boy who comes mm. back to the town that his father kind of ran as a big belligerent. He's either a sheriff or a crooked sheriff. I can't remember which one. He kind of lives in the shadow of that and tries to rebuild his life oh, as like an old Thor. man. Like Thor. <laughs> I see. Oh, I'm not. I'm not off this one, Michael. I'm on the money here. Oh, um, belligerent dads. Yeah, Jason Aaron doesn't get on great with dads. Oh, I wonder yeah. if he has a good relationship with his own dad. It's none of our business. Leave him to it. None of our business. Leave him to it. Um. So yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things here, Michael, is that Jason Aaron really takes his own direction with a lot of the characters because we had previous to this we had Freya or Freya who was running Asgard in the absence of Odin. And now Odin comes back and he's like, right, well, I'll just take all my power back. And uh, yeah. Freya's like, uh, actually, I've been emancipated. Get rid of this council of women. Get rid of them. I'm back in charge of that. What's this? Yeah. Get rid of it. <laughs> Benjamin. Yeah. I am, of course, making jokes about the feminine side, of the feminist, the alleged feminist leanings of this comic, though. I alleged. do have one. I do have one. So, first of all, Ben. The whole yeah. thing about uh, Freya being a better leader than Odin, 100% behind it. Odin works best as a big belligerent prick. He's supposed to be a big belligerent prick. He is yeah, the exactly. Myth. Exactly. He's not a good egg. Odin. No. He's a big belligerent asshole. Fine. Great. Fantastic. I'm also fine with the idea of 
there being I, like the whole thing that there's a Thor and she's a lady. Fine. I don't like legacy characters as a rule. You don't. It's, you know, here's a new character. I would rather, Ben, you give me a new character than a twist on an old character. Make another little hammer. Yeah, make, make another character. Or just make another character. You or know? just make another character. Look, they just did it in Ragnarok. Character. They gave us Valkyrie. They gave she us great. Valkyrie. Valkyrie's great. Korg. She's Korg. He's from he- New Zealand, the New Zealand of space. He's a pile of rocks. He's great. He's great. Um, Love new characters. Um, I don't mind, I, you know, actually, I actually don't mind an adaptation of a character either. Like the Korg in the movies is not the Korg from the comic books, Ben. No, Korg. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? He's a, he's a big grim kind of stoic yeah. thing in the comics, isn't he? Mm. Mm. But that's not what we're talking about anyway. What, I, not, what, I'm a huge, what I'm not a huge fan of, Ben, is giving us twists on characters who are another person being the character in comic books. Um, okay. It, just, it doesn't appeal to me. But I've nothing against the concept of the Lady Thor. What I found interesting from a writing perspective of this, and I saw this as a weakness personally. Go on. Is a lot of the dialogue is aimed at the people who they know are going to disagree with them. Oh, you mean it's like ham-fisted kind of staunch defense of certain choices? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like for example... Um, the the confrontation with Titania, who's going to be played by Titania Maslany in uh, in the comic book, in the TV show. No, she's not. She's going to be played Jamina Jamil. Oh yeah, the, sorry. The, she's, the, she's, <laughs> she's playing She Hulk. She's playing She Hulk. Oh yeah, it's going to be Jamila Jamil. Um, um, yeah, but anyway, there's a conversation there where it's like this is a conversation aimed at the people who we know. Thor being a woman is going to annoy. And it annoyed a lot of people. There was it a did. real furore at the time. It did. But I think it would be stronger writing to let the writing speak for itself rather than to defend it in media. So I, I think Jason Aaron spends a great deal of time trying to defend his choice, um, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That conversation between Titania and um, Thor and Thor where she knocks out her own husband so she can have a chat woman a woman with mm. with Thor is ridiculous. It's it's a strange. I know how tough it is to be out there as a woman. It oh. took me a, and you're just sitting there going, "You're a villain." What? What? You're one of what? the baddies. You're one of the baddies. You don't get to have a you don't get to have a sister supporting sister's moment. This woman's going to put you in jail. You're always punching She-Hulk. <laughs> you're always giving people a dig. She-Hulk, then, you'll punch She-Hulk. You'll punch Captain Marvel. There's plenty of amazing female heroes that you've never given a hey, you're out there doing your thing. Woo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, moments. Yeah. There's another there's another moment similar to that, um, Michael, but I think it's far more Thor um grappling with his own uh, lack of worthiness is where Thor says, Well, Mjolnir's never done that for me. Because mm. um, Mjolnir's got a, got its groove back, Michael, in this it's got a mind of its own. It's got a mind of its own. It's doing all kinds of things. It's a bit more like the arrow from Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Zipping and whipping around the place. Zipping and whipping around the place. Just taking out bad guys left and right. Pow. Um, that's the noise it makes before it goes through a frost giant skull. Right, right, right. It goes straight through. Um, there's a couple of really cool scenes visually. Um, the first one being where it takes out the ice dogs um, mm. that the frost Zipping giants have. Zipping and whipping have. around. 
it's just one long drawn out side effect and a big loop de loop um mm. i thought that was quite cool then i think it gets a bit overdone but there's an interesting scene anyway as a result of that thor kind of bears witness to one of these moments of um where it flies around and uh, he goes oh well, bloody hell he's never done that for me it's chosen you i guess, oh. I guess you're the new thor i'm not thor anymore it, it is the classic ben they have a fight and then they make up um yeah we fight we break up we kiss we uh, that's I where even... i was going i was going down the katy perry route yeah my, so my feeling is that lady thor is katy perry the singer songwriter katy perry i think that's on the money michael i think that's on the money michael um so look um you're black then you're white you're hot then you're cold and then we yeah. get a uh, we get a little little smooch and he's like god i hope you're not my mum yeah, that was um, good. I like that. That was there are some very entertaining moments in this. One of my favorite moments in this, Michael, is in issue five, which breaks from the kind of major continuity. And Thor has a little list of people he's trying to figure out. Who's mm. who's the who's Thor? Mm. <laughs> he has a little list and he keeps going up to women that he knows and being like, yeah. uh, come here to me, come here to me. Are is it you, you? Are you me? Do you are you me? Name? You, Do you, you, is it you? Is it you, mother? Is it you, ex-girlfriend? Is it you, other ex-girlfriend who's ill? Ben, I don't know who it is. I don't know which one of them it is. Nobody knows who it is, Michael. No, it's a, Nobody it's knows. a mystery. Benjamin. Yeah. We are, of course, mocking it because we're going to avoid spoilers here. Yeah, we're not allowed. We're not going to do any spoilers. It's going to be, to be honest, I have a feeling if you're listening to this, uh, Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book, book club, you... Even if you've never read this, actually know who it is because it was big news. Yes. But we don't find out in these five issues, so we're not talking about it. Because we don't do that here at the Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book, book club. club. Yes. We can, only, we can um, only talk about things in the realm of whatever the Collecting Issues is. What's in these Collecting Issues. So that's all we're going to do. So at the time this was released and when I read it, it was quite a good mystery. Um, yeah, because I think people were like, who could it be? Who could it be? There was a bit of a buzz about it. And going back and looking at it, it's clearly not his mother. Clearly. Because it's clearly someone from Earth. Because when she's speaking, she has the Asgard vocabulary. But in her head, she's like, whoa, I'm an Earth woman and everything's gone <laughs> topsy-turvy. That, that's one of the most interesting things for me, Michael, is that um, that dichotomy, that, that kind of parallel between Asgard speak spilling out of Thor's mouth Mm-hmm. And inner monologue from whoever the wielder is. Whoever it is, what, what, what does that mean for Thor? Does Thor not have control over what he's saying half the time? And he's just like, there's just some terrified human inside going, let me speak. Let me yeah. speak. You know, the enchant says whoever wields his hammer has the power of Thor, not the bloody voice of Thor. <laughs> That's ridiculous, though. What's, what's going on? Mm, that's a very good point because I hadn't thought of that there's a weird moment where she's just spilling exposition mm. she's like verily these be the Avengers oh um, and inside she's like oh crap 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 yes. this is really bad if the Avengers are. T- why who are you expositioning to does the hammer speak through you what's, what's yeah. happening is the hammer speaking through her who is Thor that's a very interesting point and not covered in this not covered in this at all. Not Michael. even in the slightest. I was left there going, why are there two distinct voices? What mm. do you mean? That's um, very interesting. Yeah, so I, I find myself scratching my head about that a lot. Um, I suppose we talk about the villains, Michael. Well, Benjamin, what did you think very quickly about how quickly the, how quickly and easily the Avengers were dispatched? Uh, a bit hefty plot armour there. It, um, is a bit, it is a bit funny, isn't it, when like you have... Uh, 
cr- huge massive company-wide crossovers where Captain America takes on cosmic threats. Uh, yeah. Sorry, not Captain America, the Captain of America. The the Captain and, of America according to Freya. And then off panel he gets frozen solid and trapped by some random frost giant. Yep, just gets caught out. Just that, like but boom. That, that is an issue of comics, Ben. Not She-Hulk a, not as well. Comics. Um, <laughs> Spider Woman the is there. Spider Woman is there. Spider Man. All mm. the heavy hitters, Michael. Just, just conveniently cased in ice. Oh no, they were mid. They were mid grapple. Um, so the Frost Giants are given a, a bizarrely big um, role in this, which I found very entertaining, Michael, because we don't get to see enough of the Frost Giants, in my opinion. Um, very big. The, they're big, silly blue boys. Mm. Um, and it, that was kind of enjoyable I think he writes a good bit of dialogue there's a nice comedic pace to a lot of Jason Aaron stuff um, I think it's quite enjoyable to read sometimes the it's infighting very, it's very Marvel Cinematic Universe Ben it is it's 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 very model or although I suppose you could argue Jason Aaron being one of the formative folks that kind of helped with that perhaps uh, the MCU is very Jason Aaron Michael um, it, it's all meshed it's all meshed it's all a paycheck man it's all a paycheck Um so that's my new catchphrase. I'm gonna get it on T-shirt. It's all a paycheck, man. Um, it right. doesn't really you, you, mean anything. You can just yeah, I'm not paying situation. You. I'm not paying you for this. Oh man, can you imagine if we were actually making money off this? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Oh, no, then we'd hate it. <laughs> yeah, we would. It's true. We'd hate it. But anyway, uh, Malekith seems to be the old puppeteer to this one. Or doesn't he? Or or doesn't he? Or who even bloody is the puppeteer? Um, yeah. One of the things I enjoyed, Michael, is this strange kind of. I guess it's a, a a Joker meets Deadpool meets I don't know what you'd call the Malekith character here. He's just a he's a bit of a, a bit of a japester, a sinister both japester. Vi- both of the villains in this Ben are comically evil. Uh, yes, it's quite enjoyable. So we have uh, Dario Agger or Mister mm, Dagger to you, uh, uh, Mister D Agger um, to you, and he's just a big evil CEO. Hmm. Yeah, he's... Benjamin. Go on. Is he a new character? Uh, no, he has fought Thor before. Um, okay. He's 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 a callback to to many many moons ago, where they used to just be like, "What what, you, what we should have Thor fight this week? Uh, make it a minute, Thor. What, what mythological <laughs> being will we have Thor fight? And you know how you know it's from like the Golden Age or Silver Age of comics, Michael. The fact that his initials are D Agger, um, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's Dario Agger. It's a big dumb name. He's Mr. Dagger. But he's so evil, Ben. Yeah, he just enjoys it. He's just getting a kick out of it. He's like, ah, screw it. I'll fight with everybody. Put him up. He's the evilest man in all of comics, apart from Malekith, who's also very evil. Just pure evil, Michael. Just Mm. not a good dude. There was something about the story, Ben. Okay, go on. So, I like the mystery of who is Thor. Who even is and Thor? And I like them. I I kind of liked all them. Like like I said, I could have done without the like. This is going to upset the neckbeards. So, um, deal with the neckbeard. I could have done without that being stated. Basically, it's very hammy. Issue <laughs> yeah, five I is could've... pretty much one long treatise on. Here's why I'm right and neckbeards are wrong. Yeah, I could have done without that. But I like the Lady Thor. I like the character. I like the design. The design's cool. It's very cool. Cool helmet. Yeah. yeah. Cool helmet, cool uh, combination of like armor and leather. It's not too superhero-y. She's also got some moves, like cool yeah, new yeah, power she, set for Thor. She's cool got new cool weight new power sets. She's throwing hammers around, zipping and whipping. I but the whole 
summoning an army of frost giants. It looked like six. It didn't look like yeah. an army. It looked like there were six. There six of the lads I think getting there together. Were six, going on a raid. Six frost giants. I guess when you're giants, you don't need a big army. You, yeah, you don't do need it about six lads. Six lads might count as an army, but it didn't feel... <laughs> It didn't feel very big. It didn't feel big enough to defeat the Avengers and nah. the entire army of Asgard. Nah. And it's all f- that. It simultaneously felt like it wanted to be bigger than it was, but also all a bit inconsequential. Yeah, I, I think, I think some of that, Michael, could fall on the fact that Jason Aaron is setting up a, a splitting of the narrative here. Um, oh come on! So we we spoke about this this a little bit before air, Michael, because you know we we have show notes and stuff, and we have to run through uh, this kind of thing. You would you wouldn't think so? You wouldn't ben, think so <laughs> to listen to it because <laughs> of our natural delivery and pure professionalism uh, and um, the rambling. Yeah, but this this led to a splitting of the Thor series, Michael. And on the one side, we got the adventures of New Thor in the Mighty mm-hmm. Thor. And yes. on the other hand, uh, we got the unworthy Thor. And we got to see poor old one-armed Thor wander off across across the cosmos and try to figure out a way to be worthy again. Benjamin. Yeah. The design of unworthy Thor is very cool. It's great. It's great. It's very, it's very cool, Ben. He's got no shirt on, so you can see his pectoral and abdominal muscles. Yeah, because he's been stripped of all his his bloody his his what do you call it again? Magic all armor, the, plot, plot yes, armor, plot armor. All the trappings of his kind of glory and things like that have been taken mm. away, Michael. So he's only got his uh, he's only got his his old fashioned axe, his cool red semi cape, and his leather trouser, and he's looking pretty cool, Ben. I have to say, he's looking pretty fly for a white guy, Michael. I won't lie, I won't he's, lie. Uh, He's the coolest Thor has looked in a while. Uh, and then, Ben, he gets a big cool metal arm. He gets it. That's the coolest part, isn't it? The dwarf He's is like, just like, oh, I had this on standby. Made this yeah, good. I'm the winter Thor, he says. <laughs> I'm the winter soldier. Um, he has to have a slight lisp to get that yeah, off, just lisp, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it. it I'm, uh, I'm a fan of what happened. This, this is a huge moment for the... Go on. Ben, it's such a shame... When Malekith so casually and easily cut off Thor's arm, um, that he didn't wake up from sedation in a hospital bed in a in Asgard and say, "Oh, my arm is so Thor." <laughs> that would have been that would have been excellent. I'm sure glad Jason Aaron missed that opportunity. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So this is a huge moment for Thor as we know it, Michael, because this this changes the the Thor universe a little bit in in oh. Marvel comics. Um, this is the big push away from mythology and kind of goes on to define Thor. We're still feeling the ramifications of of this Thor run in the Thor universe today. Um, go on. So Don't spoil it, anything. In, in the on. unworthy Thor, Michael, uh, Thor mm-hmm. encounters other versions of himself um, throughout the timeline. Um, and he sees like future Thors and, you know, alternate Thors and lots of different things. And they're still playing around with multiple Thors. It's, more, it's more, non-stop. more Thors than you can shake a stick at, Michael. Mm. Um, and they're still doing that kind of thing. And so it's pretty interesting. The the mighty Thor um, really didn't uh, last as long, Michael. But the the ramifications to the the original Thor are still felt today as a result of this comic. And it's it's pretty interesting stuff, Michael. How long does Lady Thor, or as you call her, Thor, go on for? Is it just two years? Uh, I think it's just two years. I think they just it's managed two years. 
it's about two years. Yeah, they ride the wave of that for as long as they can, and then, <laughs> then um, it's back to the status quo. And then less of that feminism, lads. Back in the yeah, box. That's too um, much feminism. That's that's a little bit too much now. Um, no, I mean this this comes at a very important time in in Marvel's history as well. This is. This is the time where they were rebranding a lot of their characters, trying to create legacy characters in a lot of different places, and the backlash they got on several different fronts, uh, Michael, was not great. Um, they had Ironheart, um, they had Miss Marvel, who was another little experiment that worked out a little bit better, I think. Um, mm. What other examples did they have? They definitely had other... Oh, X-23 took over as Wolverine. Mm. And they had a lot of these attempts to kind of be like, look, it's a lady now. To which loads of people said, yeah, that's cool, but why can't I have my favorite character? Mm. But why, why do we have to get rid of one to let the other one have a spotlight? What's that about, guys? Why can't yeah, you ben, just let... <laughs> go on. Just shut up and go and read your Odinson comic. Yeah, just, it's Grant. Just, Grant. off you go. And, uh, like, so it, it's this interesting thing of, I suppose, pandering versus actually making an effort to provide... A female alternative or to provide an interesting female character mm. i prefer original characters ben but at the same time i also really don't care like if they change the characters to that i like it changing the character going forward doesn't remove the old comic books that people do like yeah not that i didn't like this anyway like i, I actually did like this I think this, this is an is enjoyable cool. run it's, it's yeah, well it's drawn an enjoyable it's run yeah it's 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 not an all-time classic, and it's not a very strong, self-contained story like some of the things we do read on collecting issues of the Bi-Weekly Book Comic Book Club. Yes, it's a bit. It's just a bit of a bit of mid two thousand comic book schlock. But I do yeah, think well, it's important. Oh, really? Do you? I, I because I think this is a huge moment for Thor. I think without mm. without the introduction that we get in this run, there would be no Thor Ragnarok. Like, Thor in the third Thor film is heavily based on unworthy Thor. Yeah, he doesn't have a hammer anymore. Gets his hair bloody snipped. He wears that little half cape some of the time. Mm. You know, he's wearing, like, a a much more streamlined, leather-clad kind of armor. Um, Mm. A lot of this has gone on to influence the character for a lot longer. Um, Mm. And I think that's bloody important, Michael. Oh, interesting. Um, So an interesting footnote in the history of Thor is what you're saying. I think it's an interesting jumping off point. I think it's probably a testament to the the hamming it up that it hasn't lasted. Oh. Um, I, I think it's a shame. I think if they had handled it a bit better and maybe not had so many issue five interludes where Jason Aaron took a stand and said, look, Thor's a, Thor's a lady now. Deal with like it. like it or not. I think if they tried to do it in a better way, because I think there's a lot of good stuff in this comic. I think there's a lot of interesting characterization in um, the new Thor. I I think there's a lot of room for that kind of thing. Um, But because they used it as a publicity stunt, Mm. it fizzled out. And because Jason Aaron stood in such defiance to the criticism, not that he's not allowed to do that. Any writer can stand by what they write. That's fine. There's just other ways of doing it. But I think because of that, it ended up fizzling out with a whimper more than a bang. And it it doesn't stand the test of time. Or it, mm. it hasn't stood the test of time. The only other Thor that has ever really stood the test of time, though, is uh, Beta Ray Bill. Ah, Beta Ray Bill. What a classic. Yeah, Thunderstrike didn't really stick around for too long. No, he didn't. 
And, uh, you know, all the other attempts to coolify Thor haven't really worked. You don't have to coolify him. Thor's a cool character. He's a big dumbass. He's a big dumbass. He's a big dumbass. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, yes. what Thors do you remember? <laughs> did this comic give you a Thor head? Did it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best joke of the whole episode. Best joke of the whole episode. Um, let us know. There's a couple of places you can let us know. You can find us on the bloody interwebs at www.shomrabyog.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com It means tiny room in Irish. It does indeed. You can find us on the bloody Twitter at Listenshire. You can just send us a little chat over there. Oh, they can because we, okay. we don't have an individual Twitter. Okay, all right. For that, don't, no, we don't. You can just get up I there. Don't know. The all best right. way to get in touch with us, yeah. the best way to get in touch with us is get up what on that it? Discord. Hop up on it. Get up on that Discord, baby. Hop um, up on that Discord. And let us know. You can join us, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks' time. Yes. Where, where we'll be taking a look at Black Widow, Volume 1, Shields Most Wanted, the 2016 series from Bloody Mark Wade and Chris Samley. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, we're going to have a bloody look at that. Uh, possibly Ooh. to tie in with the movie release that's coming out. <laughs> oh, very exciting. Uh, very exciting stuff. So, look, we'll talk to you then, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. All right. All right, look. See ya.